first episode of Living in the Miracle. Real stories of everyday miracles with Stefan Woohoo! Stefan, introduce yourself. We are so happy to see you today. Um, my name is Stefan. I'm the professional unicorn, as you can see with all these amazing things. I'm so happy I'm on the purple side of the screen because that just fits the background so, so well for me. So thank you. I knew you that on purpose. I'm excited. That intro music has got me really, really pumping. So my my whole passion is, is finding that unique, interesting thing about people. And so bringing these kind of miracles and these things to people and realizing how awesome their life actually is and the fine, interesting things throughout them. That's what I'm all about. I'm about finding those things and pointing it out for people. So it's going to be an exciting episode. This is so beautiful. You know what comes for me? Like, why did I even come up with that idea of the miracles? Because a lot of times we're just living in that routine, you know, everyday life. And people kind of, you know, just go about their days without even realizing. Sometimes it doesn't take much, right? We don't have to wait for something grand just to see that rainbow or the sunrise or the smile of the child. And these are all miracles. And for me, like I always say, the first thing every morning when I wake up, I just saying, thanks God, I am the living miracle of this beautiful gift called life. Once we learn how to appreciate these small moments and live in the gratitude, that's exactly what the miracles are about. So what do you think, Stefan? Uh, I, I agree. I think there there is an amount that it's, it's going to be different for every single one of us. Um, the, the, the amount of a miracle, how much a miracle is for some people, because some people say, well, you woke up this morning. Some people didn't. That's a miracle. You got out of bed this morning. Some people couldn't get out of bed by themselves. That's a miracle. Um, so there, there might be that piece of it. But I, sometimes I also want to be like, okay, but let's ground this in reality. For some people, it's going to be hard to say, well, I brushed my teeth. How is that necessarily a miracle? Maybe that part is not a miracle, but there's probably something throughout the entire day, throughout the entire week, the month, the year that you can think back to and go, okay, but that really was. That was a transformational thing that really did happen. Um, it's very rare that our, nothing happens in our lives the entire time. Most of the time, that's because we're not aware of the things that are happening. I think you probably agree with that. That's so beautiful, Stefan. It's just like to bring that awareness to the people, right? That sometimes when we are complaining about our day, and I usually go with that example of the traffic. When people got stuck in traffic, they all of a sudden start complaining, saying, oh, again, I'm going to be late, and, you know, everything is jammed up. But I always say, think in the positive way. Thinking, you know, probably somebody got into the accident and just be appreciative and grateful that you are alive and healthy and everything else. And it's just like small inconvenience. And I think it's all about learning how to shift our focus from negative to positive because our mind was trained to always look for negative things, right? We always think about the things that we do not want rather than the things that we truly want in our life. And that's exactly what we are trying to just spread the words to this beautiful world saying that let's just look for the miracles. Let's notice in any situation because no matter how bad the situation is, there is always something good in it. And it's just a matter of us looking in the right way and finding it. Yeah, I, I really want I want to piggyback off of the exact example that you gave of being stuck in traffic um, because the not that there's two variations, there's multiple variations, but the variation so many people choose is I'm upset, I am then also late, 
And then my coworkers don't want to interact with me nearly as much because I'm upset and I'm grouchy and I'm, I'm, I'm frazzled. Okay. Now the other side that people tend to go is what if you came in positive? Okay. If you're late, people are not happy because you're late. You can't just be like, well, you know, traffic. It's okay. That's, that's not how you should handle it. But if you're negative, you're already shoving it way further, further down. So you can say, I do apologize that I'm late. I had no control over it. If you believe in true apologies, then you shouldn't even apologize for that. Maybe you could have left earlier. But there's this idea that as we start to shift more towards the normal, because I really, I have a strong sense that I don't never want to push people towards toxic positivity of where everything is always positive. If something is positive, inherently there are negative things in the world. It has to be that way. But most things that we label as negative are truly neutral. And I think that's the thing that I'm really saying here is find those negative things that you're mislabeling that are really neutral things you're mislabeling as negative and realize most of your day is fine. That's so beautiful, Stefan. It also tells me uh, that any situation we are in is, like you mentioned, neutral. It's basically plastic, right? And it's all the emotions that we are going to add to that situation that's going to make it either good or bad. So once we are aware of it and once we understand how we could be in control of our own emotions, we cannot control other people. However, we are really, um, you know, like in control of other people, I mean, our, our emotions. So that's exactly what's important. Yeah, I, it's funny that we're talking about this now. I just had a meeting before this and we were talking about, so I, one of my little philosophies is if you say that you had a good day, understand you're opening yourself up to have a bad day because by the definition of something being good, you have to compare it to something being bad. Um, and the person I was talking to said, I like to now have good days and great days so that those are my two determining factors that it's not a bad day. It's a good day. Overall, it was, it was good, but the days that really shine are the great days. And so just that mindset of, as soon as you say it's a good day, are you labeling the other days that are not good bad? Cause then you're opening yourself up to getting hurt, to getting the negativity and to not treating it as truly neutral. So beautifully said, Stefan. Thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about yourself because each person has their unique story and I just love to hear yours. Yeah. Uh, so people see me and they go, oh, bright little ray of sunshine. Nothing ever happens. He's great. Um, all, all of that is, is good. So there's multiple things. Also, by the way, everybody watching they, that Irina and I share. First of all, not born in this country. I both of us moved over from Europe. Um, so that's that's a, a huge part. And sometimes people gloss over that because there's interesting things that fall into that of um, how are you being treated? How are you being perceived? I'm lucky to not have an accent. My parents have an accent. My mom has an, an incredible amount of limiting beliefs around what you can and cannot do and how you must be successful in life as part of that accent, as part of those things. Um, so growing up, it was always, you have to get a doctorate. You have to go to grad school. You have to do a thing because you're, you are a Russian boy. Go, go do these things. This is how we succeed in life. So I did, I went to get my doctorate, but as a result of it in the first uh, semester of grad school, I got a parasite in my eye and from birth, only one good eye, uh, the optic nerve never developed. So there was one good eye, one bad eye, the irony of labeling things as good and bad, the parasites ding 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 went for the good eye so long story short i am now legally blind and now my 
previously bad eye, the eye I thought was useless for the rest of my life, is now my good eye. It is the much better seeing eye. It is the one that I depend on entirely throughout the rest of it. So it's an amazing way that the universe just completely shifted it around on me and said, well, maybe it's just an eye. It's an eye and you're able to use it to the degree that you can. And I still finished my doctorate because that's what so many people ask. Yep, I still went in, I still finished my doctorate. I still went into the clinic and I worked in the clinic, but eventually documentation got very hard. I got my doctorate in physical therapy, which means that I got to do a lot of hands-on things. And some would argue because I was blind, there's actually an added benefit of, of being able to do the hands-on things. I wasn't relying on the vision, I was relying on my feel. And so that helped me be better. Um, and some of those things, but documentation finally did me in where I just said, it's too much. I had to do three to four hours after work every single day, uh, to just keep up with my colleagues. And it just wasn't, it wasn't worth it. So I ended up having to eventually leave and start my own business, which was all about reducing how much we sit, which is one of the reasons that I'm standing up is it's not as it's, it's the mentality about that. But I want to talk about not necessarily that part of the business the the mindset shift of getting into that while you're being blind because most people would go you're blind just you know get a disability check sit around do whatever else you need to do why are you even considering starting a business what are you doing me getting that obstacle didn't change the ambitions and the feelings and the emotions that i still had inside of me towards i could do more there is something that i'm here to create there's something interesting i'd love to try this i'd love to try that and as much as people may say, oh, I don't want to, I think we've buried all of those desires and so many of those emotions under layers and layers of these various obstacles. But they're there and the obstacles aren't true. The best relation and metaphor that I've heard about this is basically people will think, I can do, say, a thousand things that I could possibly do. And I go blind and all of a sudden people go, well, I guess that means there's only five things that you can actually do. And that's not, not true at all. There are actually out of those thousand things now, maybe only 990 that I can do. There's still plenty of stuff that's possible. You're just not seeing how it's possible. And furthermore, how it might be different. And the final thing that I'll say about all of this is my example of me actually doing a TEDx talk. Yes, I know the blind guy did a TEDx talk, not about being blind, um, but there's an interesting thing people don't know. You have to write a script to do a TEDx talk. You have to write a script, memorize a script, and deliver the script as close to word for word as you can on that stage. That's a lot of reading. That's a lot of zoomed in computer screens for me to try to really see it in there. We wrote 27 versions of the script. I practiced that script four times every single day for a month and a half before uh, the actual event. Bless my wife. She only told me after the recording how much it was getting on her nerves. She loved the talk. It was just the constant repetition. It was just too much for her. But because of my blindness, I had to repeat the talk so many times and had it so well done that by the time we got to rehearsals, I was way ahead of everybody else. There were plenty of people that were still clutching their pieces of paper waiting to read. And if they forgot a line, I didn't have that accessible to me. That was not an option. And because of that, I was able to deliver something even better. So some would say, <laughs> the vision thing, disability, I would say, wow, that was an asset in that, in that specific thing for me. So yeah, that's a little bit about my crazy story. This is so beautiful. Thanks so much for sharing. And I truly appreciate. And there are like a couple of things that coming up that I wanted to give my uh, comments on. 
first of all, you know what, there are more things that we do not see with our eyes, but feel with our heart. And for you, I know that you have a huge heart and you are here to make this world a beautiful place. So this is not really considering a disability because you know that your heart could feel so much more. And um, I'm sending you my love and hugs and just, you know, all the appreciation. And coming back to the accent, right? I also have the accent, but let me tell you, I don't see it as a drawback. I actually see it as something different, as something, something cute and unique. And that like never, never really, you know, uh, make me feel down or feel shy. I'm like all out and about. And I think it's all about our mindset, right? So again, like talking about the parents and a lot of people having these limited beliefs, but it's all about how we perceive ourselves because the way we perceive ourselves, believe it or not, we are just, you know, exuding that energy and people read us far from that energy. If we are confident, if we know what we are talking about, who cares about the accent? So that's the way I, I, I look at it. And also coming back to your story, it's just like showing the people that there is no way that you have to give up on your life. There is no way that you have to listen to everybody else because everybody else's opinion is not what exactly you are capable of. You have to really know what you want and that you are stronger and you have more power than anything outside of you. And this is so beautiful and unique, whatever you shared with us, especially with that TEDx talk. It just shows a lot of perseverance, a lot of, you know, great stubbornness, something that, you know, like people who are not winners are winners. You know, if you keep going and keep doing it, you always are going to succeed. It's just a matter of timing, but that's exactly what's going to happen. So I'm like, salute you, I celebrate you. And you're just like such a beautiful example for everybody. Because when people start, start complaining that life is hard, you know, it's exhausting. Exhausting what? Exhausting is just, you know, to, to work in the construction, you know, in the heat. Exhausting, it's not exhausting when you are just following your dream and doing something that really, you know, sparkles your heart. That's not exhausting. So it's just an excuse. A lot of people living in that reality where they are looking for excuses why they cannot do it rather than looking for the solution. The way that I the see it I... is instead of an excuse of how you not do it, it's this is to show you how you're going to do it differently. That's, that's really what you should use your obstacles and excuses for is how is this going to be specifically different because now my, my whole business is making videos and i cannot tell you uh how many people go oh so you're a blind videographer and i'm not exactly a videographer but for, it's it's a hilarious place to be in of going yeah basically i'm a blind guy making videos that's that seems ridiculous but at the same time you go yeah but how does he do it differently how has he figured out these different ways to do it it's the same thing with anything else oh no i don't have the money great figure out how you can do that thing without a whole lot of money you know, I don't have the skills. How do you get the skills? Whatever. I don't have the time. All, all of these things are not excuses unless you let them be excuses. They are opportunities to find a different way. So true. It's so true. So tell me more about your passion. What uh, you love to do because 
you are such a great, you know, personality wise. Like I remember we met at the networking event and I just, I just felt connected right away. I, and this is, this has been interesting because the passion has been going back and forth. Um, and it's not, not, not really the passion been going back and forth. My awareness of what I think and putting it into words has gone back and forth. And I realized what I love is I love people's ideas and then seeing that light light up when they go, oh my goodness, this is possible. Wait, we could do this, we could do this, we could try that, we could try that. That is my absolute favorite thing, is making those little connection points of how do we then take all these awesome action steps, which then immediately people go, oh, you're gonna be a business coach. No, don't care about that. Um, there's plenty of other people that do that way better. I love that part where people get inspired and motivated to then pursue that thing that they need to be doing. Um, and so I, I know that I'm just making videos, but my favorite part is, is when people all of a sudden go, I haven't told that story in five or 10 years, or, oh my goodness, this is so exciting. This was fun. This was e because business needs to be fun and easy. If we're doing it for ourselves, otherwise, why did we leave corporate in order to then start another corporate kind of, uh, an environment? Um, so my passion is lighting up that, that fun energy in people and realizing it's possible, whatever is that next thing that they're going to be doing. Um, and I don't think that we have to be coaches in order to do that. I think we just have to be humans that are excited for other humans. That's so beautiful. And you know, like uh, you were mentioning creativity. The thing is creativity, we all have it inside of us, but not everybody can discover it. And to work with someone like Stefan, you know, for, for the people who might be shy a little bit and not sure where to start with the videos, you're like really unpacking people and getting the best out of them. So this way they could show up great on the videos. And I totally agree. Like we all have our unique gifts and talents and why do everything on our own? There are professionals in each area. So hire just the professional and be the best what you you do at right and don't stress out this is like saving you so much time and effort and energy so i'm like a big fan of you know if i want some skills and i just hire the professional in that area already has the result and that's exactly my solution yeah mentor it, it all makes sense and for the people that go, I don't have the money to hire it. YouTube, go to YouTube. You, there's, there's so many other options in that. But I loved your point about creativity. I have something I call the three creativity truths. Um, the first truth is that everybody has it. Uh, you can look at little kids, the way the drawings that they make, everybody has creativity. You've had it. You've just, you've unfortunately started lose, losing it. Not really, you've been covering it up because the second truth is it looks different for everyone. So we say creativity and people go, oh, but I'm not artistic. That's one tiny aspect of creativity. Maybe your creativity is developing a really cool, cool funnel flow for a business. Maybe your creativity is the fact that you can see where HR people are having problems. That's all creativity. And the third creativity truth is that don't let others define your creativity. And I think that's where, where it kind of gets in is where people go, oh, well, that's the leader in my industry and I can't do that thing. So that's who I need to be. No, this is who you need to be. You need to be yourself and you're letting other people define how you are going to be creative. So everybody has creativity. It looks different for everyone. And don't you dare let other people define your creativity. That's the three creativity truths.
I just love it, Stefan. So I remember we had the conversation prior getting live and you mentioned something that you would like to touch on basis of the difference between authenticity and humanity. Could you please talk about it? Yeah, actually, this is kind of a fun, uh, fun segue. So as a result of you not pointing to other people and going, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be like that. Then people go, yeah, show up authentically. And that is not bad advice. It's just not scalable advice. And that's what I mean by this. So if we truly get to the, our authentic self and we can take anybody, I love using Taylor Swift for this example. So imagine you bought a ticket to a Taylor Swift concert and you go, you're excited. Those tickets are expensive. You get to it. Taylor walks out on stage. And she goes, you know, I've been having a really rough day. Um, my boyfriend said something really mean to me. I, uh, my throat hurts a little bit. I, I honestly, I don't feel like performing today. Um, so I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Good night. And she walks off stage. That was authentically her. She showed up as herself. You're not happy as a customer at all. You're mad. Now flip side, you're there. She comes out on stage and she goes, you know, I've not been having a great day. My boyfriend said something really mean to me. My throat hurts a little bit, but I'm actually still going to put that into all of my music and give you the best show I can. It doesn't matter if it is the best show she's ever given. That is going to be the best show you've ever been at because all of a sudden you realize Taylor Swift is human. This person that I love their music, I connect with them. They're also human like me. And that is the difference between authenticity and humanity. What we really want is humanity. People get there through authenticity, but you don't want to get to the extreme of authenticity where you're literally saying everything on your mind. You want to come across as human because humans buy from humans. And that to me is the big difference there. And I think people should be striving towards it. I just love this example because honestly, I wasn't sure what the difference is. So thanks so much for unpacking it. And it's so true. It just like, you know, show up and do your best right just show up so a lot of people don't do it you know like a lot of people go after something that they want and then they quit or they don't attend the classes they don't pursue to the fullest right because they say okay when the time is right then i'll do that you know like when i have more money then i'll do that and it's always the excuses but the point is just show up even sometimes if you don't do the homework but just showing up in that class where you signed up is a big deal. So it's all about just, you know, have your energy, have your presence and do the best you can from where you are with what you have. So I think this is like one of the biggest takeaways, I should say. So Stefan, tell us a little bit more how people could uh, get in touch with you. Uh, I'll definitely post the links, but what can you advise to somebody who wants let's say who wants to be on social media more but feels shy about doing any videos uh what would be your advice all right i'm gonna go with three things for in terms of advice the first thing nobody's gonna like just do it um just nike nike logo just just do it just go out there and, and do the thing because it will never be perfect your first video will never be perfect and that brings us to number two, perfectionism. Um, nothing can ever actually be perfect. So my dad was a theoretical physicist. You're about to see some of that reflected. Um, if something is truly perfect, it's perfect for a tiny nanosecond of a time because a nanosecond before a nanosecond after, it's not quite as perfect as it could be. Meaning that something is perfect and you will never be able to see it with a naked human eye. You've never seen perfection, let it go. It's not gonna be perfect, move on. 
And the third thing is that imposter syndrome side of things. And where, why would anybody want to hear from me? Why would anybody care? So many other people are saying it in a better way. Yes, but nobody's saying it like you. If you go out there and you start saying it like other people and using exactly the things other people say, then yeah, you're not saying it any better. You're trying to say it like them and you're not them. It doesn't work. Go out there and say it like yourself because this is crazy. This is true for Irina. This is true for me. This is true for every single person that's listening to this. I'm going to blow your mind. You've been a business owner less than you've been a human. You've been a human far longer than you've been a business owner. Just be human when you get out there. That's it. Very, very simple. It doesn't have to be great lighting when you start. It doesn't have to be this many seconds. It doesn't have to use these hashtags. It just has to be. And then you'll go from there. You'll slowly progress. I love that. If you want more, if you're going, I need some help and some ideas and some guidance, stephanzavalin.com. I literally have a book on there that's 101 creative content ideas for business owners and entrepreneurs. It's it's an easy downloadable with an email. Go, just do it. You know what comes for me, Stefan? The, the thing that get comfortable to be uncomfortable. Because if we're really looking for the growth in anything, you know, like personal growth in any area of our life, we have to be ready to step out of our comfort zone because there is no growth in familiar things, right? So the same with the videos, you know, who cares the lightning, uh, if you're going to stumble while seeing something, just do it, just start, begin, because people are looking for perfectionists but there is no perfectionism. You have to actually start and do things because with experience, you get better. That's how everything really evolves, right? And Stefan, mention something about your membership. I've heard you are starting up the membership for people for accountability, which I think it's beautiful because not everybody might be working one-on-one with you, but they're looking for at least some kind of consistent results will be in the supportive group with the like-minded people going after something that everybody else going. Yes, uh, the Magical Media Masters uh, accountability group. So the purpose of this group is not for you to get tons of likes and tons of views because those things don't actually matter as much as you think they do. Um, What matters is your habit about creating good content and posting your good content. So this is an accountability group that is made to progressively improve those habits, build on those habits, and help you develop the systems as a solopreneur to actually do all of those things. Be that with a VA or be that by yourself. Um, The final goal at the end, if it's a year long thing, is that you're posting twice a day on at least three platforms. Um, And these goals, by the way, they're pre-written. I can't unwrite them, they're already there. Um, That's what I do. I post more than that and I don't have any VA, I don't have anybody else doing it for me. I, I do it, it's very doable. It takes me about seven minutes a day to do something like that. But the beautiful, interesting, fun thing about this is there's a little contract that is part of this accountability group. And I mentioned the goals before. As you meet each goal, you may not have to pay for the next month if you meet the goal. The goals get progressively harder, which means that the game gets progressively more difficult. But yeah, that's the group, it's very fun. I love it. So I encourage everybody who's listening and still struggling with making videos, um, just to check it out and see if this is for them because it's a great, great help. You know, sometimes I wish somebody told me about something that I wasn't aware of, 
but it's good like i said there is always help available it's just a matter of uh, looking and finding it so stefan final um advice for listeners because like i said our series is called living in the miracle thanks so much for sharing your beautiful story so what would you want to say to everybody who's listening you know actually i'm gonna um kind of sum it all up into into one thing and that's going to be a story of how this started how literally this live show started um because my advice is just do it just do just do the thing find it you can see that through the blindness side of it where i just went i'm going to figure out how to do it tedx i'm going to figure out how to do it the videos i'm going to figure out how to do it um this this came about because literally i went to arena let's just just do it just go do it um she said yeah i might schedule a time Irina, you can tell as much of the story as you want uh, but and i said no no schedule a time on my calendar then we're gonna do it don't say you will eventually just let's do it let's get into it and let's actually do it because the action of just doing it is so much more important yeah and thanks so much for you know reinforcing it because you know i, I feel great you know the vibes are amazing and like i said today in the morning I was doing the intro and when we went live, it was a little bit cut off, but I said, it's okay. That's the first time. Imperfect is sort of perfect. And that's the way you learn. But um, yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful stuff and to have you on our show and um, come anytime. And we are always here on Fridays talking about miracles that people are creating in their ordinary life to make it more extraordinary. Wishing all the listeners a great day and keep discovering your miracles because they are always there if we care to look for them. Stefan? Uh, thank you for having me. Guys, if you want to be on the show, comment down below because um, every single one of you has a miracle. Just do it. Take the, Just comment right away. Irina will reach out to you. Do it. Comment now. Go, please. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Comment, reach out and... Uh, you know, just uh, show up, show up for yourself because your story could be somebody else's story. And it's all about inspiring everybody else, getting out of uh, out of your you know comfort zone and just start really understanding what you are here for and what miracle you have to offer to this world. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Bye.